Welcome to another episode of Somewhat Sports, episode 15. I'm John Dennis, and uh, you may know me from 97.5 WPCV. Doing overnights, joining me, Bubby Johnson and John Williams. Gentlemen. What's up? Hey. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, so I know we've been asking uh, people to chime in, send us emails through the uh, somewhat sports at gmail.com. Uh, ask us for advice. I think we're smart enough guys. We can kind of, uh, you know, help out a little bit, you know, with uh, any sort of situations that might come your way. Maybe not uh, equipped to handle them, you know, or maybe just need a little outside uh, consulting. You know, feel free to DM us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, the like at somewhat sports. And uh, like I said, somewhat sports, gmail.com. So we finally got our, our first one here and uh, it's a, it's a doozy boys. Are you excited? I can't wait. All right. John, you excited? Before you say it, though, okay. I just want to say with all advice, do what you please. Because yeah. <laughs> Don't hold us liable. For yeah, like, we're we're going to try to help out, but I always end my advice with, but that's just me. Yeah. Because right. that is just me. I'm not going to tell you what Yeah, whatever do. happens. This is what I would do. It's not my fault. Okay. All right, cool. Now that we got the, that out the of the disclaimer way. The disclaimer out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, this guy says, hey, long time listener. Been listening since episode one. The love. I know. I got to love it. I got to love it. So he says, my girlfriend and I have been together almost three years. 99% of the time, we're great. She's funny, smart. We have a lot of shared interests. But every time we visit her family, I start doubting everything. They're very wealthy, which by itself is not a bad thing. But they're also very fixated on being rich and have a habit of placing the monetary value of things and people over everything else. I come from a very middle class background. I have a good education and a decent career that I really enjoy, but I'm definitely not rich. Because of this, they view me as a loser. For example, yesterday, we made a two hour drive to her parents in my new-ish Honda. When we got there, her mom immediately ordered me to park the car behind the house so the neighbors wouldn't see it. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, she said, uh, She was furious. We didn't bring the girlfriend's Land Rover, which they bought for her as a birthday gift this year. Girlfriend doesn't like to drive on long trips, and I'm not allowed to drive the Land Rover per her parents, so we brought my Honda. The girlfriend's dad has never spoken to me directly. Even when she introduced me for the first time, he turned to her and said, what does he do? So we went into the house, and I gave her dad the usual, hi, Merry Christmas, and he gave me the usual disinterested glance. One more example. Last year, I made the mistake of bringing a bottle of wine. It was a $25 bottle, which is pricey for me. And I even had the wine store lady help me pick it out. Girlfriend's mom told me to put it in the kitchen. They didn't open it while we were there. And she later admitted to my girlfriend that they'd re-gifted it to their housekeeper because it was, quote, gas station hooch. Oh, nah. I know what hooch is, too. I've watched a lot of, like, prison um, movies. I know what hooch is. I can explain if y'all don't know. No, I think we're good. Okay. We managed to get through the day uh, yesterday, I guess it was Easter weekend, without uh, much drama except for the car thing, which I'd normally consider a win. But today I keep thinking about the whole situation with her family and wondering if I'm really willing to deal with these people for the rest of my life. Girlfriend and I have tossed around the possibility of getting married more than once, but I know they'll never accept me. If we get married, I'll have to see them a lot more than once a year. Girlfriend has given up trying to defend me to her parents and just ignores their BS most of the time. But I can tell it bothers her too. They bankroll a big chunk of her lifestyle, and I think she's worried that they'll cut her off if she pushes too hard. They threaten to do that over other things. So not to sound like a jerk, but am I wasting my time? Is this relationship doomed? Girlfriend always tells me she doesn't care what her family thinks, but I'm not sure that's true. She always tries to downplay how crappy they are to me, but I know I'll never be good enough for them, even if I'm good enough for her. All right. Gentlemen, what do you think? 
He took a while to tell that story. I know. I'm saying he wrote all that. Man, like, leave it, some comments, effort. bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> leave some comments on the podcast, Listen, too, if it's, you write it off. It's our first email. I'm not going to call the guy we, out we for it. I understand you feel bad, but, like, we need I'm to read this stuff before. Yeah, you want us to, we over here changing his life about to. All we want is a comp. No, I'm joking. We definitely appreciate the listeners. No, we definitely 100% do. I'll uh, go ahead, John. I'm going to let you take this one. because I'm, I'm not sure yet because I you you lost me at the range rover part. Yeah, that was. Like, once you tell me to park in the house, behind the house, because you don't want the neighbors to see my car. Yeah, that's, I'm just going to make a little U-turn and just keep driving back. <laughs> the circular driveway you got, I'm going to drive right uh, up the other end. But the first question I would ask him is, like, how much do you really love this girl? <laughs> I said she was, how much do you make? So I was like, wow, bro. <laughs> that's not what's important. <laughs> because if you're under 20, then maybe they haven't. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I don't <laughs> Wow. It's really how much are you willing to put up with? Like, if you love this girl, they said three years, which isn't too much, but. Three years is solid, bro. Yeah, man. That's, people get married after that, bro. Yeah, but when you're. Really? Yeah, three yeah, years. 100%. It depends on how old you are. Yeah, of course. You've been talking. If oh, you're 27, okay. you've been talking. You're you talking till you're 30. But well, when you're older, I feel like everything gets accelerated. Yeah, that's so true. It, that's true. That's the true. biological <laughs> clock is ticking. Yeah, yeah. So we, we need to make this happen. <laughs> so they say. But I don't, those, the parents are not going anywhere. You're going to have to deal with them. Right. Um, do you have to deal with them all the time? No, but it's a headache that you don't want. So I don't think in this story, it sounds like she's not worth <laughs> the, the, the pain. Trouble. Yeah. Because most likely the rest of their family is the same way. So mm. it's, it's a rough decision i mean do you have advice i don't have advice for him so i just turn around and go home <laughs> get out yeah. uh-oh <laughs> exactly. he did, they did say that he voted up for obama for a third term uh, oh he should have saw the movie like you, <laughs> you can't wait that long no i okay so the first thing i would address is he says that you know he doesn't know if he can put up with this for the rest of his life well first of all you don't have to just put up for for the rest of their lives because they're older. <laughs> they won't make it as long as you will, buddy. 20, 30 you years hang back, in there. you'll be fine. You hang in there, buddy. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, that's tough. You know what I mean? Like, my natural opinion, I feel like everybody's like, you know, you got to get on get back. Like, I take them, I would take her to my parents and have them treat her that way so she knows how it feels. I personally would take her to my mother. And I know, like, my mom, hey, listen. Is you if you put up with me, my mom gonna love you. Plain and simple. That's right. that's how she is. <laughs> so I would just let her see like how how parents and laws are supposed to act. Sure. You know what I mean? Let her see that love that my mom's gonna give her. Let her see how you know my how my family welcomes her and let her know like this is this is what I'm expecting when I come to your family. And I understand that hey, maybe they're not as accepting as mine. Every family don't work that way. But if we're gonna make this work, this can't continue to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's tough, though. I, I think, like John said, bro, like, you got to just look and see how much do you really care for this girl? How much do you, like, can you can you continue to put yeah, up with it? I mean, if, if the relationship is amazing every other time other than when they go to their parents' house, yeah. then, then uh, you might, I mean, it might be worth fighting for. But Can you ask for a raise? Like, have, yeah, you, have right, you talked talk to, to your, your boss? <laughs> like, where do you see yourself Listen. within this company? Like, are you planning on moving up? You know what I mean? Like, right. there's some things you got to evaluate for sure. But, I mean, you know. Best yeah. of luck. Depends on. Go ahead. I mean, I was just gonna say that personally, I think that even though you might be frustrated every time you go to the in-laws' house, 
right? I mean, even if you do get married, if they if they live far enough away where you're having to like drive a pretty long distance to get there, it's not like they're like down the street and you got to deal with them all the time, <laughs> right? Yeah. And if they do cut your girlfriend off, and so what, man? If you I think mean, if you say you make a decent living and you could both live off of, you know, she, I mean, I don't know what her job situation is. If she's living entirely off of her parents' money, then you need to nope out of there, bro. Like that's <laughs> yeah, get out. That's right. But. If she's got her own decent career, you've got your, you know, your decent career, then you know what? If they cut you off, that's, I mean, that's just, that just goes to show that they don't value her happiness either. Facts. So just cut it off, man. Take that bandit off. If they cut, if they cut her off, then it's you and her against the world. And that's it. If you love her as much as you say you do and you want to marry this girl and everything else is perfect. And the only thing that's in her life that's bothering you is her parents. If they cut you off, all the better. I say... You marry her, right? And you throw the biggest wedding ever. Like, you got money? Let's put your money where your mouth is. Like, because it's, it's the father's job to pay for the wedding. That's so let's say. let's see how much money you got. I got big ideas. I want fireworks. <laughs> I want whales. I want... I want to ride in with a horse. Yeah, man, a sword swallower. I'm riding to the old town, bro. Get a little Dez and get uh, Billy yeah. Ray at the wedding, too. Yes. I want that. I like Do that. it up. I like that. Put the money where the mouth is. And then leave her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Just wait wait a week. I, hate I, I don't know if we're ever going to have anyone ask for advice again. <laughs> no, probably not. Not after that one. But, you know, it's, it's worth a shot. But anyways, thank you so much for, for writing into the, the Somewhat Sports Podcast. We hope we, uh, we helped you out a little bit. And, again, uh, if you have any other uh, – if any of you listeners, wonderful listeners that we have, have any uh, questions that you'd like to ask us again, uh, somewhatsports at gmail.com if you'd like to remain anonymous like this person did. Or you can always DM us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know, whatever is fine with us. Anyways, let's get into the actual <laughs> sports here. And let's talk a little bit of NBA basketball. Yes. Playoffs, yes. boring. Mm. First round, terrible. Wow. I don't, I don't agree. You're wrong, sir. Yeah. You think so? I've I mean, I, there's not really any upsets that I've seen, to be honest. I mean, the higher seed so far has been winning in, in every matchup. The only one that's tied is the um, is the, the Nuggets-Spurs matchup, 2-2, tied up. Um, and other than that, 3-0, 3-0, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1. The Celtics already won in a sweep against the Pacers. It seems like all the te- like the teams with star power are just the ones who are that are winning. I mean, I know it's just, it seems like it's be a star driven league. Like if you look at, I mean, the Rockets versus the Jazz. Who do the Jazz have? Jokic or not? Jokic is on the is on the the Nuggets. So yes. who who do the Jazz have? Gobert. Yeah, they got Spider. Oh, that's Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, but he's not he's not Harden. He's not Chris Paul. Hey, he's nice though. They they got Gobert who got robbed of an All Star. He should have been an all star this year. Yeah. He leads the leagues in, in double doubles. Okay. He is, will probably win defensive player of the year. If not, he'll. Yeah, he is a good defensive player. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to your point, but see, this is the thing that I feel like you can never please people, right? Because think about it. We look at the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. When Zion goes out in some, you know, some of these other big name schools um, don't make it to the Final Four, what do we say? Oh, this is going to be boring. This is no good. They turn out to be good games, though. But we were a little that Virginia upset. Virginia game was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But we were a little upset because our stars weren't making it to the next round. Here we are now. To your point, the teams with the stars, the top seeds are all winning. Like, this may not be the most exciting first round, but it's setting up better rounds to come. And I, and I still don't think, listen, 
I know Jared Dudley looks like the old man at the YMCA <laughs> who, who, who got picked up last because he man, brought his basketball. So you got to pick him. I feel bad for Jared Dudley, bro. That's a good series, though. I think. Is it? The, the, the score is not. Those those have been good games. Like, yeah, okay, so the, the games individually yeah, are good. The games are good. The even though it's a 3-1. Yeah. yeah, but that's. Come on now. Yeah. I'm happy that they got the one win. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that the other games have been competitive. I, I like that series. It's probably think, my second favorite. Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, obviously the Spurs Nuggets series is definitely the, uh, or Spurs uh, Jazz series is definitely the more. Uh, no, you had it right. Spurs Nuggets. Right. Yeah, yeah, Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick with your gut, baby. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Anyways, it, it definitely is the more competitive in terms of like, oh, I don't know who's going to win this series, right? All the other games have been, I don't know. I mean, look, looking at Milwaukee take on the Pistons, they they look like they're not even like part of the same it should, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to, to the Pistons, but they look terrible, especially without Blake Griffin. Yeah, and he came back, but he was on a bum leg. And I respect him because he was he was playing hard, like he was trying. But it's just but it's like, not, he's not there. Yeah, he's not healthy. So, and the, I mean the Warriors. I mean, it, did anyone think the Clippers were going to beat the Warriors? I did for like ten minutes. They had to shoot like at an amazing clip and had to come back from thirty-one down. That's the only time I was like, man, this team is really good. And that was it. There's no way you really think that they were going to win that series. When they weren't they down like two the when they after they got their win, which was what the first game, no, second, game two, second yeah. Game. yeah, that's when I thought okay, you know maybe they might push them, maybe this might be the one, and then I snapped back to reality and I realized <laughs> who Golden State had. It's not even close, but I think the entertaining games are the ones with storylines. I think Russ versus uh, Lillard. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes these games entertaining. Like, we know that the 76ers are a better team than the Nets, but everything that goes on in between the games. Uh, Who's during, texting who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah during the games. <laughs> Who's texting who? Wow. <laughs> that's what makes these these games entertaining because you got something to look forward to. I have nothing to look forward to with the Bucks and the Pistons playing. No. I mean, but we still get to see how great Giannis is. Like, Not really, because it's like, look who you're doing it against. Like, let's wait. Yeah, but we talked about how good Kyrie looks against. I mean, I didn't. Okay, good. As long as, as, long as we're being fair. As long as we're being fair. As long as you're not going to hype up what Kyrie did I've, I've never against that a depleted either. Pacers uh, team. All right. That's it's fine. a depleted. I mean, it's, it's missing Oladipo. Who else is really missing on that team? Dude, do you know the name you just said? Like, <laughs> right. that's it. They have, don't get me wrong, they have a bunch of role players who. Play really hard. Right. I like how Sabonis came alive a little bit. Turner's turning up a little bit. But Victor is like, he's the, that's like, right. that's the biggest cog well, right you there. You thought that maybe they could do something like what the uh, what the Celtics did last year where mm-hmm. you know, they were missing like their mm-hmm. star player and they're like, oh, like the whole team rallies around some of these mm-hmm. guys who are nah. rotation players. Nope. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean like they played really well. Like you can't, I mean, no, they, they didn't play, play back up, but they played really well. Yeah, but, they, but Oladipo went down. They still ended up what, like a three seed, four seed? Uh, fifth. Was it fifth? Yeah, because they yeah, went down to five. But they, they were a three seed like deep into the season. They, no, and yeah, they. But I'm just saying, like, without Vic, like you know that team's not gonna. Because I and I like Tyreek Evans, but it hurt me, man. Like when I'm thinking about, okay, because we talk about Doncic this year, yeah, and how he's one of the few rookies to average 25 and five, mm-hmm. and then they throw in the field goal percentage as well, so that you can put him in even more elite um, group of people. Sure. But if you take out the field goal percentage, another name that's in that group is Tyreek Evans mm-hmm. and like he just fell off like I feel it, it sucks to see that because I think Tyreek Evans like he has like 
the frame for it, really long arms. Like next to Ginobili, he was probably one of the best people I felt with that Euro step kind of like right. like really crafty game. I liked him a lot his rookie year. Yeah, obviously I haven't seen D Wade's Euro step, but continue. Man. There we go, baby. Fifteen times. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean wow. yeah, you just say every week, okay? <laughs> every week you just say <laughs> I'm not wrong. No, I, mean, I just I liked Tyreek. And then he kinda had a like a little bit of rebirth when he was with Memphis. And then I, I had a lot of hopes for him with the Pacers. But without Vic, man, that team is just... No, it's not the same. No. Yeah. It's I'd, not fun. I mean, I have had fun watching the Trailblazers take on the Thunder. That's been a good series from the sense of, like, just watching Dame pull up from wherever he wants to. The and logo. Yeah, even at, yeah, exactly. Even after going, what was he, like 0 for 5, 0 for 6? Yeah, he was like beginning of the game. two for seven at halftime. Yeah, it, was it wasn't Dame time yet. No, it wasn't Dame time. <laughs> it wasn't. Dame time started in We the didn't adjust quarter. our clocks yet. And <laughs> him and him and CJ McCollum were making a push for like best backcourt in the NBA. No, okay, so <laughs> second best backcourt. Okay, yes. Like, uh, only because, you just want to jump these guns No, so only quick. because of the, 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 the three ball, obviously, three is more than two, so they score more points that way. And they're elite shooters, probably some of the best shooters we'll ever see in the NBA. Two of the best, two ever. of the top four shooters of all time. Right. I get that. But in terms of having like a game where there, there are multiple facets to how you play the game, they're more well-rounded as players because they can shoot, but they can also drive really well. They have really- Steph Curry can drive. Hold on now. Steph Curry can drive, but I don't think that Steph Curry drives as well as Damian Lillard does. I think I, I, I disagree. I think Steph Curry has a better handle than him and CJ McCollum. I think, I think Damian Lillard may be more athletic than Steph Curry, but I think the way Steph Curry can kiss it off the – like his float game. He does have good touch. Yeah, I think – and Clay Thompson is a best is a better defender out of all four of them. Yeah, we got to talk about defense too. Yeah, That's Clay true. Thompson is Clay Thompson. Well, of Steph's those defense four, is not good. He's good at steals. He'll get okay. some steals. I th- I just think. Listen, I without a doubt think they're the second best backcourt in the in the league. And this is even with, you know, my my John Wall and Bradley Bill. There were, there were, but <laughs> bottom ten. Stop! Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> bottom ten with a healthy John Wall, Bradley Bill. I think they're the top. I think they're top five. John Wall put, weigh like two fifty now. Oh, fantasy! Wow, y'all being disrespectful. Jeez. And you know what? My mom called. It's time for me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> no, but for, no doubt, I think CJ McCollum, Damian Little, without a doubt, second best backcourt in the league. It's not even. I don't think whoever's three is even close to. Them. Harden, yeah, Paul. James Harden and Chris Paul. That's I, uh, <laughs> man, they're number two. No, yeah, I still like I still like CJ and Dame over them too. <laughs> you don't even believe that. Man. I low key believe it. Wow, no, that's I, what I want to happen. It's, it's the will. It? Yeah, you know what? I will say I'm a bit, I'm a bigger daily, Damian Lillard fan now than I was a week ago. Two weeks ago. Oh, man, he's been like this. I know that's he's been good, but part. like he plays on the West Coast and not staying up till midnight to <laughs> no. watch Portland basketball. Yeah, but you know how good Steph season. is. Yeah, but that's because they get wall to wall ESPN. Yeah, Their games are always t- televised as well. But I, 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 and I said this in 2015 and 2016, Damian Lillard was the NBA's MVP. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what nobody says. He just, he, he has a raw deal with his team, man. Like, either somebody's always getting hurt or they just yeah. don't have enough to get past whoever they. 
match and he's not going to get the the media attention because he plays out in Portland, which isn't a huge market. So and he doesn't want to move either. That's he's, what I was going to say. He's going nowhere. Okay. And I, I, love like, I mean, that. props to him. Yeah, I love that's that. Great. And, and I think Giannis will. I think Giannis is going to hold that same. I think Giannis has that, and he's going to keep losing. That's <laughs> not the true. NBA is different now. Like it's okay to to go to where you think you can win because if everybody else is doing it around you, you're going to have to adapt. I don't think Giannis is going to win a championship if he stays. I think it depends on where Kevin Durant goes this year because I don't think Giannis has to worry about it until what the year after next or is it next year? What's, Kevin Durant leaves this year. But why can't you bring people to you? Like, I don't understand that. Like, Ooh, because who the hell's go going to Milwaukee? <laughs> but, bro, like, there's, there's plenty. Not everybody needs to have that limelight. Like, we see that with superstars staying staying put. Like, bro, if you mean to tell me I could play with, with a guy like Giannis, like, but, you're, at the end of the day, you're still an NBA player. You still have millions of dollars. You can fly. You you want to go to L.A.? Go for the weekend. Yeah. Go during the off season. Like, I've, you still I've, get to live your I've life. I've heard that argument before, but you still, like, you're, this is your city that you're, you're still living in. Like, regardless of what you think, like, how, how many people want to fly like that and, and just because they... I want to live half, I would live half in, the season in Milwaukee. Bro, bro. if I'm yeah. rich, if I'm rich, I would be fine. Like, I'm not. If, if I got a chance to win, like... And you can grow your brand by moving to a bigger market, too. Yes and no. Because there's more competition in bigger markets. In a smaller market, like, if you look, Giannis is really... Bro, I'm watching commercials and I'm seeing him now... All over T-Mobile. I'm seeing him all... Hulu has live sports. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can make a name for yourself. It's the same thing that we see in college. Sure. Like, so many times... If you are the biggest show in town, You know what I mean? People are going to paint the picture that you got to go to Duke. You got to go to Kentucky. You got to go to Kansas. You got to go to these big schools. But we see guys like Damian Lillard, Stephen Curry, um, Kawhi Leonard. You go to these small schools and you can make a name for yourself because... The competition that you're going against, the people who came before you, there's not much. But look at all like the past NBA champions, and, and don't count Cleveland because that's an I'm anomaly. about to say that's Come an on. anomaly. But every other one is pretty much a major major market team, and I feel like and Milwaukee's never going to be the biggest thing in like Wisconsin, like. The, ba- the, ba- the basketball team is not going to be like they're the Packers. Like it's oh, it's 100%. a football it's a football state, but I feel like they just got to I'm big on this like. And I got to talk to you guys about this as well off of the air because I got some ideas. But I'm big on this whole wave of not chasing after it, but bringing it towards you. See, you are. But but there's more people like me who can actually play basketball. I feel like, okay, yeah, I got the mentality. I, obviously, I'm not going to be in the league. But there has to be other people who have that mentality. Right. That's like, I don't have to go. I don't have to go here to be successful. I could bring it to me. And I think we're starting to see that with guys like Damian Lillard and Giannis. I mean, it would be nice to, in terms of like having the league be, I don't know, more competitive, I guess, where like not every, you know, I, I, first off, I am tired of everyone going to the Lakers. Okay. The Lakers have, you know, this, all this rich history. Like when you think about like the top players of all time, you know, I'm so sick of like, oh, well, Chamberlain, you got Kobe Bryant, you've got Magic Johnson. I'm like, listen, Shaq. Yes, Shaq also. <laughs> uh, you know, and same thing with Boston too. Plenty of guys who came up, you know, and went to Boston and all that. You know, I, I'd like history in basketball to kind of grow in other cities so to your point it would be nice where like you know like milwaukee bucks legends you know obviously you talk about uh, uh ray allen who played there for oscar robertson yeah big o um kareem he could be yeah he could be added to to that you know that lore in milwaukee if he does decide to stay there i just think anyone but the lakers <laughs> to be honest i'm so sick because it feels like every time there's a there's a good player who's on a on a contract year oh, he's going to la they said the same thing about 
Paul George. They said it about Kawhi. Uh, and, you know, I'm glad none of them went. Anthony Davis also. I mean, he's still yet to be determined whether or not he's going to go to to L.A. or not. But it's just so annoying like that it, everyone wants to go to L.A. I mean, I understand all the the movie stuff is out there and all the you know TV deals and media companies are out there and it helps. But I don't know. You shouldn't get an advantage just because you are in L.A. I think you should. Why? Because he's a Lakers fan, man. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm sorry. He's a LeBron fan. Yeah, so... <laughs> There's other cities like that too that people would love to live in. You're talking about Miami. You, right. you got so I, you can't like dismiss the fact that these are great places to live and raise sure. a family. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I would say so. When you talk about teams like, you know, Houston is a pretty decent place to live. Yeah. People are okay with going to Houston, especially when I don't think there's a state income tax in, in Texas either. Right. So that kind of stuff helps a lot too. Um, but. I don't know. I know I'm going to like Orlando. Like, no offense to the city of Orlando. I love Orlando as a city, but it's not. It's like not, not big city bright lights out there, unless you're a big fan of the mouse. But okay. <laughs> anyways, transitioning. I got some friends in Orlando. I wonder how they're going to react to this. I love Orlando. I'm not saying, but I'm, I'm saying like it's not like a premier basketball destination. When you talk about like your free agency destinations, I was like, oh, I'm taking my talents to Orlando. Okay. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, not touche. So. Anyways, that's just me. Let's let's move on to a little bit of uh, NFL talk. Draft week is this week. 2019 NFL draft taking place. I think in Nashville. It is this year, and uh, and that'll be cool. Are we uh, are we taking uh, Kyler Murray number one overall? Yes, sir. That's what I think too, Bub. <laughs> you've no. been you've been hating on the Kyler Murray trade. Listen, I'm I'm not hating on it. I just want to, from my point of view, it doesn't make sense. And I'm all about I want to do things that make sense. Make it make sense. Okay. There's too much defensive talent out there. Like sure. I'm talking about franchise changing defensive Stone, talent. Like yeah, Aaron Donald, like stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not just talking like, hey, this guy would be a good fit. I'm right. talking about this guy is going to change our defense. Sure. And I just feel like I don't know. I they may take Kyler Murray. I don't see them taking Kyler Murray. I mm-hmm. hope they don't take Kyler Murray. That way, I can say I was right. <laughs> but if they do. That's that's fine. My Redskins will get some something to fall to. If us, they do, man. you can get your boy Josh Rosen, man. Look at that. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> my boy? I don't know him. I don't they know Josh talking, Rosen. You're talking about how much you like Josh Rosen. No, no, no. Really? I said how much they should give him another chance. How he deserves well, a second year. Why don't you get a chance on your team? Bro? No. Exactly. Mm, so if you not, don't want him on your team, why would they want him wait, on theirs? Because you drafted him. So? Why would, what do you mean? Why, we didn't draft him. They drafted him. But if anyone knows, they would. If they said, listen, this Rosen kid, he might be good one day, but we think this Kyler Murray guy is better. So here's my question. If I'm one of the other teams in the NFL that the Cardinals are trying to trade Rosen to, my first question is, why are you trading a guy that you drafted 13th? I believe he was 13th pick, 10th pick mm, last year. I think it was. I think it was like 10 or 11 because it was like right before the Dolphins. Something or, the yeah. Dolphins were gonna take Rosen. Why? Why are you letting go of a guy that's only played one year for you? Mm-hmm. You took that early to draft another guy with your with the number one overall draft pick. If you are risking the number one overall draft pick on a quarterback, I don't want the guy that you're getting rid of. <laughs> Clearly, you feel some type of way about him. Why would I want him? I don't want him. You I mean, keep him. there is a case that, I mean, if, if I was the, the front office of the Cardinals and I'm trying to make the case to somebody else, I could say, listen, Cliff Kingsbury, he's coming in. He wants his own guy. He wants to start fresh with a guy whose skill set matches what he wants to do offensively. Josh Rosen doesn't do that, but I'm sure he could be a good fit on your team. You know, yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you can't. You have to come out with some sort of content. Yeah. You can't just like, Meh. 
No, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Eh, I'm okay. You were the one who was saying that you would like the Josh Rose, didn't you? Didn't you Never once. No, not the Redskins. <laughs> I did say that they should give that man a second chance. I'm not. I'm not for that, and that's another reason why I think Magic left on his own terms. I'm not. I just have no. I don't understand how you could bring someone in and expect to see a change in one year. Like it takes more than that. No, no. I mean, I think they should give. I think they should give Rosen another chance. But I'll tell you this: I won't be the one to do it. Right. He ain't coming to the Redskins. <laughs> I mean, Deshaun that? Watson did it in one year. I mean, yeah, but there was also some other pieces around. That's true. Yeah, yeah Houston wasn't. Yeah, Houston wasn't what the Cardinals are. So let's. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I don't know, man. It's to me, it's just so difficult to get a franchise quarterback. And if you if you see a guy who's you know, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury has done nothing but talk about how great he thought Kyler Murray was when he was in college. Yeah, you know, when he was still coaching Texas Tech, he thought you know that he was great. So if he sees that it's a skill set that he really gels with and can build an offense around him, I wouldn't fault him for taking Kyler Murray number one overall and getting rid of Rosen. Or you have you play Rosen for another year and you let Kyler Murray sit and, and watch, you know, and then take a little season again. I mean, it worked for Patrick Mahomes, set one year behind Alex Smith, and now he's, you know, MVP of the league and, you know, taking the, the NFL by storm. Is like Kyler it, Murray man. the next Patrick Mahomes? We don't know. I mean, yeah, he's definitely built like him. I mean, what, 5'10"? Mm, 5'10"? Kyler Murray's, what, 5'10", 207? He's, yeah, he's, he's got the Patrick Mahomes built. 5'10 is a little generous. <laughs> Listen, man, he built like a JV point guard. I don't think he's going to laugh. I'm sorry. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm really not. I'm really not being disrespectful. Russell Wilson's small, though. Not as small, but he's smallish. He's stocky, though. Yeah, Russell Wilson got, bro, he 207. It's light. But he puts That's a little light. That's what they like. I mean... <laughs> what what Tay Rock say? That's light. <laughs> That's light. <laughs> you got Tay Rock at this dude's draft combine giving his <laughs> giving his weight. A clipboard in his hand, yeah. visor. Well, they just cut to a clip of him. Uh, what's Tay Rock? <laughs> Tay Rock, can you give us your your opinion? <laughs> If you don't if you don't listen to battle rap, then you may not get the reference. But um if you do, we're gonna give you some time to to finish laughing before we move on to our next point. Cut to for his expert. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like I'm not hating on Kyler Murray. I'm really not. I think what he did in college is I mean, it was remarkable. Sure. But I just Especially being the height and and weight. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not knocking the guy. Like I'm not saying he's not going to be successful. I just don't know if I if I use that number one draft pick on him. Have we seen somebody that small be successful in the not in today's NFL? I mean, not that small. Again, you you look at Mike Vick, Drew Brees. No, he's not. But Drew Brees is is around five eleven, six foot. Um, Russell Will uh, Russell Wilson Wilson is I think is five eleven. I want to say so he's not very tall. And that's that was the knock on Russell Wilson was that he was too small. Well, I don't mean height. I mean, like, height and weight. Because <laughs> we've seen what Drew Brees could do, and he's not built like him. Baker Mayfield's small, too. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield looked like looked like he go back for seconds, too. Like, he got a little... <laughs> <laughs> like, Baker Mayfield got... He's a girl, too. Yeah, he got a little weight. Like, I'm just saying, like, literally, this, he literally looks like a kid. Yeah. Like Kyler Murray just and I'm not knocking him, man. I know I know when he when he gets famous and this podcast blows up and like, you know, we're we're on ESPN, they're gonna go back. They're gonna freezing go, cold takes. Yeah, you know, they're gonna go back to this and they're gonna they're gonna tell me how wrong I was about this kid, Kyler Murray. I know it's gonna happen, but 
I'm completely fine with being wrong because it just to me I don't especially Wait. with that old line. You mean to tell me you mean to tell me but you're going to get somebody that frail to stand behind the Cardinals but, old line? The whole point is that he's he's mobile. He's a mobile. you don't need to have a great a great offensive line because he's so good at he he feels the pressure and he 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 runs out of the pocket. So and he's agile enough to elude some of these guys who are coming at him like that. What uh, was it Mike Tyson? What, what my homie said, everybody got a plan to they can hit him off. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he get hit by right. one of them outside linebackers one time. He goes, he goes slow down a little. Yeah, because everybody gets touched in the NFL. <laughs> exactly, because everybody's fast. Right. Like in college, you may have one outside linebacker who can run that speed. You know what I mean? But now, you got defensive ends. Who can fly? You know what I mean. You got you got defensive ends. You got defensive tackles making making a play on a screen. They're moving. Like I know he, I know he can elude some pressure, but we thought RG three was going to be our savior, and now what? He's third string. Oh man! And the purple and, and the purple and black. I, I mean, I hope I hope Kyler Murray is great. I wouldn't waste my number one pick. I go that far. We'll see. I guess you taking the field on that. Kyler Murray versus the field, number one overall pick. I'm not even taking the field. I'm just gonna go. De- I'll, 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 I'll condense it down to defensive player. It will for sure be a defensive player at the number one pick. Okay. Or okay. there is a lot of defense in this draft. I just personally, with the the amount of defenses in this draft, I wouldn't be surprised if either number one, they if they do have a belief in Josh Rosen, okay, then they trade back. If someone else really loves Kyler Murray. I like that. But if they really do like Kyler Murray, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if they just decide that they're going to take Kyler Murray number one overall. Because if it is as deep as these experts are saying it is, and you'll get some top-end talent you know, in the first pick of the second round, right? Thirty okay. Pick 33 is not going to be that bad if it's as deep as you say it is. He ain't so, going to be that good. No, he so, might not be the next Aaron Donald, but you never know. So, I mean... The draft is a crapshoot anyway. You never really know until you get there. So we, I looked up the heights of the starting NFL quarterbacks really quickly. Tallest one is Brock Osweiler at 6'8". Six, 6'8"? Eight. Six, eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll still put him in the post. He's a baby. Uh, we got Joe <laughs> Flacco, 6'6". Six, six. You got a handful of players. Yeah, but those guys are five. terrible and they're so tall. Yeah, that's so? true. But, I mean, we're, there's all these are just starting quarterbacks. We need a sweet spot. Where's you got a handful at 6'5". 6'4 is really where it looks like my talent is. I got um, Brady, 6'4". Right? Matt Ryan. Andrew Luck, Alex Smith, uh, Tom Brady, Eli, man, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> so he's not starting. Okay, so we got a little, this might be a little, oh, yeah, because RG3 is here at 6'2". So the shortest is 5'11". It's Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. But, but that's a true 5'11". That's 5'10 and 1'8 at the Combines. What? Are we going to let 7 eighths of an inch come between, uh, you know? We're gonna let Kyler seven eighths of an inch NCR. <laughs> this boy Russell Wilson feel like he's six three. Have you seen his wife? If, <laughs> if you got all that at home, you you playing taller than you really are. He's been, I, get, he's been getting a little uh, weighty. Have you seen some of the recent He's eating good. Him? Russell Wilson, right? <laughs> he's got that check now too. I want to know who Kyler. I gotta see Kyler Murray's girlfriend before I say if he goes number one. I want to <laughs> see what she look like. I, I got I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know if he has the motivation at home to play bigger than he is. Okay. <laughs> Man. Well, <laughs> on that note, let's uh, move past NFL draft talk and let's talk a little bit about baseball. So the other day, the Chicago White Sox were playing a game against the Kansas City Royals and Tim Anderson in, I want to say, bottom of the fourth. Okay, the dude from here. Home Improvement? No, you're thinking Tim Sorry. Allen. Arr- 
I love it. I love it though. All right, that's All right, enough. Go ahead. I love the ref. Real quick. Okay, go ahead. Okay, home improvement. That's the one with the neighbor who we never see below his. Right. Wilson. Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was What's dope. His name? Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Mr. Hey, Mr. Wilson. No, that's, that's a mo- yeah. There's so many links here. We're just linking every. <laughs> no, but okay, because I used to always get him mixed up with um, from Boy Meets World, Feeny. But we all, we know who Feeny is because he was a teacher. Yeah, but I think those are like those are two clutch neighbors, bro. Like I would love to move. I would love to live next to either one of them. Yeah, yeah I'm on the fence about both. Ooh, I see what you did. <laughs> wow, that was that was good. I like that. that see, that makes me proud. That man. was well done, man. I, I like that. that. Boy, man. Boy, you <laughs> think you're funny? Yeah. All right, can, can we get back all on track? Right. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. So, so football. Okay. Tim Anderson jacks a a shot off of uh, Brad Keller. Okay, Brad Keller is a Kansas City Royals pitcher. Okay. And he so when Tim Anderson Tim Anderson hits this home run, he pimps it, right? Which, you know, for those of you who aren't uh, baseball nerds, <laughs> okay? He takes the bat, flips it, and when I tell you this is one of the greatest bat flips I've ever seen, it was <laughs> tremendous. Like okay. he launched it. He was proud of that home run and I was proud of him for that bat flip. <laughs> okay? Okay. So the thing is about baseball is there are unwritten rules where you're, you know, especially if you're a batter, you're not really allowed to like celebrate your hit. You know, old school baseball heads will tell you, oh, you're supposed to keep your head down. You know, it's your job. You jack a home run and you, you know, you trot around the bases, you jog and, you know, you get back to business. You know, don't get too excited. Don't flip the bat, yada, yada, yada. Well, those people suck. Okay. <laughs> Tim Anderson jacks this, uh, this home run out. And the Royals uh, pitcher was not happy about his uh, behavior. And so the next time he came up to bat in the sixth inning, Brad Keller nails him with a pitch. Nails him. See, I don't like that. Okay? And that's the thing. Like, when it comes to baseball, the old guard will say, oh, well, he had it coming because he pimped the home run. Like, when 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 you throw your bat in celebration after hitting a home run, Outside of like maybe knocking the bat boy in the head by mistake, no one's going to get hurt with a bat flip, right? If you don't want the guy to bat flip, don't hang your pitches, mm-hmm. okay? Don't don't let your pitches get hit out of the park. What Cam Newton say? You don't want me to dance? Don't let me yeah. score. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And to me, it's frustrating when these guys get on their high horse and they'll throw pitches at these players just for celebrating hitting a home run. They score for their team. Their team is up. They're about winning. They're they're competitive people, and it's BS that these guys can just go out there and throw a pitch and hit somebody and potentially injure them. Because the thing is, like you're throwing the pitch and you want to hit them. That's the whole point is to hit them with the pitch, right? Now, of course, you know there's unwritten rules inside of that where it's like, oh, you don't want to throw it at his head. You know, you don't want to throw it like too high, too low, whatever. Right. You know, you're supposed to like hit him like you know in the meat somewhere. You know, whether it's like in the side. Or <laughs> Boy, if you don't use another word, yeah, we, we ain't hit nobody in the meat, okay? <laughs> Got the meats. For hit, sandwiches. <laughs> hit him in, the, in, in a muscular area there where, we it's go. Not, where it's not going to you know, do too much damage, right? 
But wild pitches happen all the time. You know, you sit there and you say, oh, I'm going to throw it. You know, I'm going to hit him like in the, you know, in the side of the leg or if I'm going to hit him like in the, in the shoulder. I mean, that can go really wrong really fast. You know, if it floats, hits him in the head, you could do some serious damage to these people. And to me, doing all that just because some guy decided to celebrate getting a home run off of you is ridiculous. And especially because, and I'm not even trying to be funny here, but you're now trying to aim where you're going to hit him. If your aim was that good, he wouldn't have pimped the home run on you in the first place. <laughs> so clearly you can't put the ball where you want to put it. So don't be <laughs> aiming trying to hit me because, okay, now you're good at pitching, right? I'm good at hitting. So if you hit me with a, with a ball, I'm, I'm rushing you with a bat. Plain and simple. Because if you go hit me with what, what, you, what you make a living for, let me hit you with what I make a living for. Because I, I think that's corny. You, you're now putting somebody's like, health yeah. at risk just because he's good at what he does. I don't I think that's whack. And that's one thing I've never liked about baseball. That's what I'm saying. And to me, like and baseball does this thing, oh, let the kids play, let the kids play, and then you know they go and, and suspend them. Right? They suspend both pl- uh, both players. The pitch I understand because you're intentionally hurting the you know the uh, the batter in this instance, Tim Anderson. Um and they ended up suspending uh Tim Anderson also. Now they haven't come out and said why he was suspended. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> they haven't said why he's suspended. Um, but there have been leaks saying that he, he was suspended because when confronting the pitcher for hitting him with a ball, he used uh, an expletive you know, that would be considered a derogatory term uh, towards African-Americans. He used the N-word, right? In his Which one? The the one the one that starts with the letter N. No, which I know which which <laughs> word is us. <laughs> Anyways, <Please don't> say. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> so now Tim Anderson, despite the fact that his name is Tim, Tim Anderson, he is a black guy, right? You wouldn't think a guy with the name Tim Anderson is a black guy. You just wouldn't, right? Okay, but a little racist. But oh, I'm, racist. I'm just <laughs> okay. But to me, if you get hit with a pitch like that and your career is potentially in jeopardy or, you know, whatever. It could be a couple of games. If you get hit in the wrong spot, you should be able to say not necessarily whatever you want, but if you are a person, if you're an African-American and you, you use that word in a lot of instances as a term of endearment with other African-Americans, some people choose not to use the word, some people do, but it's considered okay within that community, if he uses that word to talk to somebody else, yeah, the other person, the Brad Keller, was not a person of color. He's not a black person. And I love how, I love hearing you like explain, like for, any, for everybody's listening, John Dennis right now is literally walking on eggshells. <laughs> he's, he's trying to be so politically correct. I'm not walking on so eggshells. I'm just trying to like, no, I get what you're saying. Phrase it. Yeah. You the know, right way. Right. It's for people who maybe aren't super delicate around these issues. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that he should be, I know it's like, you can't really legislate it in the rule book. Okay. Like certain people could say certain words and some people can't. Right. But in that instance, I feel like he shouldn't get suspended for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like in the heat of a moment, and especially when it's not necessarily like he's using it to describe who he is. He's a weak (laughs) <laughs> he was a weak yeah that's that's exactly it. That was like, was a weak expletive n-word right yeah he said he's a weak a-n oh right 
So in that in that instance, like the the n-word is not used as the derogatory remark. It's weak blank that comes before that is considered the derogatory. He's just describing like qualifying him as a person. I'm not trying to be funny. I think most most white people would be honored to be called the n-word. Like, I feel like they would. I feel like you never seen. I have seen. I, I know a lot of references to jokes, and I'm sorry if you guys never. Uh, you never seen the the blind man or Dave Chappelle where he's where he's driving and he's blind, and, and the white kids pull up next to him and they're playing the rap, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Clayton Bigsby." Yeah, he's like, you you ends turn that rap music down, and like he's like, "You hear that? They called us." <laughs> all right, never mind. Bad joke. If you didn't laugh, I'm sorry. They all can't be home runs, oh and if they were, I would have hit. I would have backflipped. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. But I don't know. T- t- what do you What do you guys think? I feel like what happened to the pitcher. So he got suspended for a couple games just for for hitting him. It wasn't. I don't think he yeah, his his remarks ridiculous. weren't you know anything to be suspended over. I don't think he responded in that. You know. I mean, let's just. The whole problem is you threw the ball at me. Like, why does it matter <laughs> what I call you? Like, you should have never threw the ball at right. me. That's yeah. the biggest issue here. And, and to me, like, it seems like they're. They say that they're suspending him the one game for that use of language, but I feel like in any other context, it would have been fine. Like if if he had said it to somebody else, like congratulating them, you know, good hit, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, something like that. Yeah. Like the, you know, the the umpire wouldn't have been like, oh, we're gonna suspend him a game. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it was just a way to legislate him hitting the home run and pimping it. And obviously you can't do that on the front end. If that's like the face value of it, you can't suspend somebody for it. But I feel like that's it was corny. made more egregious. This is just holding baseball back. <laughs> this is why I don't want to be watching it, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't pat No, nah, just let me stop. A bat flip is such is looked down upon by so many people. And then you'll, you'll ask people that like baseball and they say you, you just don't do stuff like that. Right. But then if we look at it as for what it really is, like, is it really that bad? No, but it goes against the, quote, unwritten rules of the game, and that's what people have an issue with. Here's my thing, though. Like, in basketball, I guess the equivalent of, of that unwritten rule is, like, when the clock is running down, you don't score at the last minute. Right. You know what I mean? Which, in my opinion, is also stupid mm-hmm. because the clock is still running. <laughs> I'm trying to get my stats out. Exactly. Right. I got I got money. Like my whole thing is the game is still being played, right? right? So let's say let's say if I'm a batter and I hit I hit a dinger out, you know, it's not it's not out of the park, but it's a good hit and it was a double, right? Mm-hmm. It would have been a double. If I would have flipped my bat and strut, Ooh. you would throw the, you would throw me out, right? It's not like, "Oh, don't get excited because you got a good hit. You're still playing." So because sure. I hit it out of the park and you can't, there's nothing you could do about it. Don't tell me, oh, you can't celebrate now because you did too good. Mm-hmm. You would you would allow me to celebrate for my for my double and you would still try to make a play. Right. The fact that you can no longer make a play has nothing to do with me. It's not my right. fault. That you, it's not my fault right. that it's gone. And, and to me, I think that that speaks a little bit to the culture of baseball versus the culture of other sports because I think that although the the demographics are changing in baseball where there's more of a hispanic presence uh, there are more boys nice yeah there there are more (laughs) minorities in baseball now than there have been beforehand but football has been predominantly black for a long time basketball has been predominantly black for certain positions for football but yeah 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 but like as a whole like in terms of like a player base when you look at the the demographic breakdown of everyone on a football field on a football team that's majority right yeah and so when marshawn lynch goes out there during that earthquake game right 
where he's out there, you know, does the, the spin into the end zone where he grabs his crotch and then dives into the end zone. <laughs> Everyone thought that was amazing. Yeah. But that's essentially what a home run trot is. You know, that's basically a, a bat flip, right? He literally flipped his whole body, grabbed his crotch. hundred <laughs> percent. It's more egregious, I think, than a backflip, even though I loved it. Yeah. That's the only sport that still has stuff like that where you're not allowed to celebrate. Like Even that. soccer. Them boys be putting their shirt all over their head. That's they, what I'm saying. They yeah. slide for like, they slide forever. forever. <laughs> I didn't even know you could slide. One like, into the other. Like, up the grass. I'm like, how is he still sliding? Hey man, they don't score too many times. They got to make the most. That's of it. true. That's yeah. I just, I just feel like it's kind of whack. And like I know you brought this up, so I feel like you should, you should talk about like the whole fight of the clearing the benches as well. First off, fight like though. Yeah, hundred percent. I saw it. I don't, uh, like, but that's my thing. Is like that's why I love hockey. Yeah, because if you, you, mad? you got a problem, let's go. Okay, and that's fine. And, oh. I, and, and I love how like everybody like everybody sits back and watches. You know, even the the refs let them do it. When right. you're done, let me know. Like. I feel like if you're man enough, if you're man enough to hit me, because if you if you watch here, like the catcher like stops him right. and gets in his way, and like my whole thing is, I feel like now if you defending him, now you gotta take his punch. Like <laughs> I, I'm gonna hit you in the face. You gonna step up here and you wanna be a team player? Somebody owe me a one on one. And if it's gonna yeah. be the catcher, that's fine. Now that, that happens in hockey too. Like where it's like yeah. if the star player comes out, you know he's not much of a fighter, and he's doing and there's like jawing back and forth. The the hockey team, you know, sends its goon out there to kind of, of take so. care of it. Yeah. The Bash Brothers, exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So watching, you know, seeing if baseball could do something like that, that would be cool. That yeah, would make fight. it a whole lot better. They need something. Let them fight. Now, they don't have padding, which I think might be an issue. But I mean. You, see, you still got to drop the gloves in hockey anyway. Real quick, since we talk about it. Y'all see my boy Ovechkin drop that little teenager? Yes, I did, dude. <laughs> I feel bad for the kid, man. You really think you're ready for Ovi? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only good team in Washington right now. So Bubby's hey, okay. hyper and for Washington Capitals I got to leave. She's calling me back. She's, she's upset because I didn't, I didn't come the first time she called. All right, y'all. I got to go. <laughs> that, that's one thing. I mean, and I think that... There is a movement in hockey now to limit the fighting. Some people say that it's it's barbaric, yada yada yada, you know, and a lot of players are getting are getting hurt because of it. But at the same time, there's already like there's there's already a system for what happens there. Like yeah. you know, you do something egregious like you, there's a lot of you know, if there's checking after the whistle's done or whatever mm-hmm. or if, you know, let's say there's a, there's a multitude of reasons why a hockey fight would break out. Two people yeah. just had a bad day, it seems like sometimes. Just got to get some frustrations out, you know, one team's down 7-2, you know, you got to come back and, and hit somebody. So, I think that if baseball like the manager's allowed to come out and like kick dirt on the umpire. I mean, he gets kicked out of the game, but yeah. it's part of the game. You come out, you throw your temper tantrum, they kick you out, and that's it. Right? Why can't the players do something similar? Little fu- Real quick, hockey is so dope. If you've ever it played a hockey game, yeah. if you've ever played a hockey game, they have fighting buttons. Like they show you how to throw a jab. It's like literally in yeah. the manual. Yeah, it's in like, the NHL. Yeah, this is how you fight for when it occurs. I need that in all sports, bro. That's literally the only reason why I used to play hockey back in the day. I would just create a player who was super strong and just go around starting fights. Because I'm sorry, I just had to throw that out. <laughs> Even in the NHL, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. I'm yeah. sorry. So, anyways, it, I think it would it would help baseball and all these unwritten rules. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah, seeing all these people come out there and say, "Oh, you don't you're not allowed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. Stop showing your emotions." I'm like, come on, get out of here with that. Anyways, you guys got anything else? 
Nah, he was still watching the fight. Yeah, John pulled up my boy Ovi <laughs> dropping. Him. Dude, that fight was it was <laughs> over as soon as it started, bro. Yeah, it was quick. What was the name of the other guy? Does it say on the uh, on the thing? I, I don't know his name. You know, I'm not a huge hockey fan. Right. I know, his I know. Back is on the ground. Too, yeah, man. and we can't even look at his name. <laughs> They said he was a teenager, though. Yeah, he's like, like 18. He, yeah, like he's he's a good, you know, but yeah. come on, you got to know your role. No, man. You don't come at Ovi like that, bro. Nah. I bet he went back and his teammates was like, boy, you dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> All right. So, so what, we, uh, how are we going to say goodbye to the people? Like, is there? Me, I would say uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I feel like we're always asking them for this, and don't know. Like, you know what I feel like, kind of. What I feel like that teacher, like who keeps asking the class for and participation. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you know that you know that teacher that starts to beg. What can I do? What, how can I get you to interact with me? Nobody's gonna answer today. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're not gonna leave. We're not gonna end this podcast until someone gives me the answer. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I do. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's, yeah, I, I used to hate that. Yeah, me too. Well, the bell How am I late then? Yeah, you write me a note. <laughs> oh, man, I'll wait. That's enough. Okay. I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, hey John, since we <laughs> or that teacher who used to get real smart with you, I don't. No, I don't want to interrupt your conversation. <laughs> so you guys go ahead and finish. Yeah, yeah, I'll just wait. <laughs> See, the trick is you got to pin them against each other. Like when when you got the whole the whole class out of control you mm. say well we can't leave because so-and-so <laughs> over there wants to have a conversation and then you hear some, oh, someone was in the back man come just on just be quiet <laughs> listen to mr williams man boy i used to hate when coaches would do that to you <laughs> oh run my extra laps because yeah. john don't want to run hard enough so until john want to run we all go <laughs> yeah so when they touch the line during suicides <laughs> yeah you gotta pin them against each other. Look, we don't. We not. We don't want to pin our, our our listeners against each other. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. We don't want to <laughs> do that to y'all. Okay. So just rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. Show some love. I've had a. So I've got some people that aren't doing it. So. <laughs> it's true. A lot of listeners. I've Need had more, a lot of more rating. I've had a lot of people. Y'all gotta stop let me talk. We've got some DMs from people with some opinions. You know, they like the show. Maybe uh, some some topics that they think we should touch on or even like just any type of feedback. Listen, you know, you don't get to that level that you want to be at without feedback, without criticism, without getting better. So I know John always says we don't want any criticism, no, but maybe no. this week we'll take a little <laughs> bit. All right. Just this week. Anything you constructive got. Constructive. Constructive. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, you guys suck. Never record another podcast. Because that, that hurts. Feelings. It does. I'm yeah. very sensitive. <laughs> and you're ruining it for the people that want to hear it. Exactly. But definitely, so be that <laughs> definitely give some feedback. And if you have listened, if you are a, a listener, if to my homie who wrote out, man, I hope I hope you and your girl work things out, yeah, man, right? for sure, bro. Like, yeah, that ain't gonna work too well for. Nah, don't. Get, you have some faith, Gosh. bro. You got some faith. You gotta have some faith, man. Some things, some things work out. Some good relationships are formed. I think we formed a great relationship. With our last host, our you know co-host, mastermind masterminds connect, <laughs> and such a good relationship with him. We really appreciate the uh, illustration that he did for us, and I uh, want to continue to partner with him moving forward. So what we want to do as well for all of the great traction that we received is the next illustration that is dropped. We're gonna pick a random follower. I'm gonna give a little gift card. Want to say thank you? What do you guys you guys down for that? You like that's like the, who like uh, who likes the the picture. Yeah, so it'd be a random. Per- it'd be we'll go through the likes, 
pick a random. Maybe we'll pick a number. Well, how about we do it this way? How about if you comment on it, mm. tag a friend. Comment and tag a friend. And then you're entered into the giveaway. Then you're entered. And then out of those people, we'll pick a random number out of however yeah, many we we'll have. We'll put it in, the, in a, like a, a little hat. generator, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, a one. generator. <laughs> I know. I got big words. You fancy. <laughs> you with <laughs> me, man. How much money for one of these generators? It's free online, bro. Okay. I got the plug. <laughs> the plug. <laughs> I like it. So now we have our next giveaway. I'm charged. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just, the fences. The fences was good. He's still going, bro. Yeah, he's feeling himself today. I like it, though. I like this this energy oh, from John. Man. But yes, we got our next giveaway, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Make sure you follow Somewhat Sports on Instagram, on Twitter. It's literally at Somewhat Sports. Again, you can email us anytime, somewhatsports at gmail.com. I'm John Dennis. You can catch me at John Dennis Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Gentlemen? John Williams. You can catch me on Instagram at Williams 5 I'm Bubby. You can't catch me because I'm too heavy. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that make it easier to catch if you were heavy? No, if you were heavy, it'd be harder to catch. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, Are if you're dropping, you what? Yeah, if I'm dropping you. You can't catch me because I'm, I'm too, too heavy. heavy. Yeah, you can't. I feel like, well, so it depends on the context of the catch. If, if you're dropping and I have to catch you like that, I'm, I thought you were talking about like sprinting uh, and I got to catch you from there. Ah, uh, see, no, no, no. So no, no. like, that's counterintuitive. If you're heavy, race. you're way easier this to catch. This was never a race. No. This was never a race. So you're, it's a drop. Yeah, it's more like you're dropping your name. Exactly. Ah. You can't catch me because you're too heavy. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my Twitter and my Instagram heavy. I mean handle to too heavy. That way that comment makes sense. Let let me know. How that I'm goes. I'm taking this too far. It's Bubs View and y'all know Bubs. Like come on, I'm sorry. <laughs> YL. Way to drag it out. Kano. <laughs> yeah. Bubs. I got you, bro. Kano. Thank you. Anyways, thank you for listening to this edition of Somewhat Sports. Episode 15 in the Bucks. Uh, we're actually looking to maybe do a uh, live Twitch uh, draft party thing on Thursday. We'll see how it goes. No promises, but we're looking into it and seeing how, what the logistics would be. So uh, if that's something you'd be interested in, let us know or just tune in when, when it happens. So with that being said, uh, we'll catch you next week.